big debate on my Instagram account over the past couple days on which is superior, the holiday-shaped Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or the traditional cupped-shaped peanut butter cups. Uh, we will discuss that. Callie wants to know how normal it is to cancel the majority of your appointments and reschedule them. And we need your help. Our anniversary is Saturday and we don't wanna do anything. Can you please advise us? All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, October 20th. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for our back patio where we got to enjoy about, I don't know, what was it? Three weeks, two weeks maybe of perfect outdoor fall weather. Oh, it was three to four. Before, it, I mean, when somebody flipped the switch, I feel like somebody flipped the switch from summer to fall, mm -hmm. right? And now somebody has now flipped the switch from fall to late fall. Like, yeah. Like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to come back though. You do? I think okay. we'll have a couple more like nice times outside because it's felt so great and the leaves have been so beautiful. This is the most enjoyable fall I can remember having, like maybe my best fall ever. I felt like such a fool the other day, not because of what I did, but because of why I did it. I was in a parking lot. I was actually coming to meet Callie and I was going to pull through a parking spot to, you know, get to the next one. So my car would be facing. He's a pull through. I'm a pull througher. And while I was making the turn into spot number one to pull through to spot number two, I saw on the other side of the parking lot, a car. And I kid you not, there was a blinking light on the, like a white blinking light on the dashboard. It was just odd. And I was looking at it, trying to figure out if the light was like, was it a, a reflection of something off the windshield or was it like a weird strobe? Maybe it was like a security car and that was like a, like a, I don't know, what's it called? A police car light, you know, like a strobe light. And the blinking light distracted me enough that I hit the car next to me. Ugh, worst feeling ever. Cause you heard it, right? Like not only do you feel it, like you hear it and there's crunch. like no going, like you have to and get yourself out of it. You can't stop. So then you got to, you stop immediately and then you got to back up, which means you get to hear another crunch. Ugh. So I pulled out and I pulled into the parking spot and I pulled up to the front and I'm like, so mad at myself because I mean, I, I could have easily blamed that other car because he was over his back tires were on the line. Yeah. Like he was over the, he was, he was in your spot. Technically he was, he was not properly parked, but the fact that a blinking light distracted me and that's what I looked up and I just wasn't paying attention. It was stupid. So shiny things, seriously. <laughs> so I get out, there's a scrape on my car. It's not that, that bad. Um, and there's some paint off. Like I haven't even tried to, to buff it out or whatever. Like it just, it happened. Um, I think it might be buff outable, but there's definitely a dent, not a big one, but a dent. And I look at his car and 
there's like a there was a scrape that I 100% think could have been buffed out, but I wasn't going to be like I w- I didn't want to be the I didn't want to try to do that and then just I was really very conflicted on what to do because I it didn't look like permanent damage, but also. I didn't want to not leave it. I didn't want to make that assumption and it not leave a note. It is never a wrong day to do the right thing, <laughs> which is leave a note with your contact info. Yeah, but I also didn't want to leave a note and then have, you know, get a call and go, hey, thank you so much for um, telling me what you did to my car. As a matter of fact, my bumper has fallen off. You know, you know what? I think people, most people. So my suggestion to you was to like take pictures so you can like prove what you did. Right. Or whatever. If, the, if, if the guy or the woman came back and said. Yeah, none of my doors close right anymore. I could be like, come on. Right. Like here's, I barely here's what happened to my car. Here's what happened to your car. Here's where it was. I remember this happened to me. Like, do you remember that? A couple months ago, maybe six months ago, I was mm-hmm. at a work, like a photo shoot for work, and I pulled into the parking lot and scraped someone else's car that was also at the photo shoot. And I'm like, oh my gosh. First thing in the morning. And I felt so dumb, but I was able to track them down. And, um, but they never called you back. They were so nice. I talked to them once and they were like, thank you so much for being honest and all of this stuff. I'll let you know, like what the damage is and just never, he never. I, me. I wrote I text a, to you. No, I wrote him a note and, and I actually had to ask Callie. I'm like, how do I start this? Cause it's really awkward. It's like, dear person, I just want to let you know. So I wish I took a picture of the note. Cause I don't even remember what I wrote. You gave me the opening line. I did give you the opening line. What was it? It was, uh, unf- Oh, unfortunately I scraped your car when I was pulling into my parking spot. Um, if this is something, if you want to discuss this, here's my phone number. Um, uh, Sorry about that, and thank you, or something like that. And I left it. I put it in their uh, on their driver's side window, and never heard back from them. But so, you did the right thing. You yeah. did the right thing. Greg Riggs would be very proud of you. Well, I, it was never a matter of. I mean, I was never like, I'm not going to leave a note. I'm just going to hit and run. It wasn't that. It was I just. I don't know. I was having a pessimistic day and I'm like, this d- is not enough damage to warrant anything more than maybe a hundred bucks at a, you know, mm-hmm. good, really good car, like a car wash, it'll detail, you know, could buff it out. I go, this is not a big deal. But what if he tries to say that, that, you know, well, ever since he hit my car, my sunroof doesn't work or I don't know. I was just feeling negative-y. Negative-y. So yeah. that's why I'm like, do I even leave a note? But I did. I never heard from him, but man, did I feel foolish. It was so nice. And I did notice like right when we walked away from that car and I don't think you noticed this until after we had already left the note, but that they had a dash cam on their car. Oh yeah. So it's like super good that you did that. Also I had fresh in my mind that someone on my Instagram and I can't remember who it is, but one of my friends, somebody hit their car in a parking lot and didn't say anything. And it was the same thing, like just a scrape, but she posted and said, thanks to the jerk who did this and left. And so I was thinking like, even though it's not a huge deal, like it really impacted her day in a negative way. So you're setting, you're not setting like the negative waves that would have come from just like, man, someone hit my car and didn't say anything. Like it's a bummer, you know? So you made the positive ripple effect. You know what I thought? would be like a good viral experiment for someone to do. Hmm. You know, one of them, one of them YouTuber kids. Mm-hmm. What if you went to a parking lot and just left notes on half a dozen random cars and said, 
hey, I'm really sorry, but I scraped your car. I don't. I did not see any visible damage, but if you want and to see discuss, who milks it, yeah, you know, yeah, I will say those little scrapes though are so irritating because when you're, I've done it a couple times. So I did it um, with that person in the parking lot a couple years ago. The worst one I did was the a concrete pillar in a parking garage, and there's nothing when you hear that scrape. You have to get yourself out of it so you know you're going to scrape the car what, going I, the other way. Did I know you then? Oh, yeah. This was probably – we were already married at the time. Um, what car was it? I think it was the car that you wound up totaling, actually. Because <laughs> remember, oh. I needed to get it fixed, and then you totaled my car, and I'm like, well, that's all that problem. That's right. Where – how did you do that again? I forgot about that. Yeah, it was in a con- – it was in – I was going to get my hair done, and it was like one of those – I concrete pillars and parking garages are like – the devil, depending on where the placement is. And this one's in your blind spot. It's behind you, not in front of you. Uh So I was pulling in, didn't see how close that I was to it. And it was like, Um, and and that the concrete ones, the, like the parking lot poles, even the metal ones that they put up mm -hmm. like pylons or whatever they're called. Um, they are not forgiving. They're not forgiving. And you shouldn't put stuff behind people. You know what I mean? Like I was in a parking garage yesterday and the 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 pillar, the concrete pillar uh-huh. was in front of the spot. So I could clearly see it and judge my distance. When you're getting in your car, if you're not paying attention and it's in your blind spot. Yeah. <sighs> I do remember that because we had to call, you had an appointment at the body shop to get that fixed. Like we took it in to get the estimate or whatever. And they said, okay, we have to order the parts. You can go back in three days and drop it off. And we had to call and cancel the appointment. Like, yeah, we're not going to need to get that fixed now on account of the car doesn't exist anymore. That was the worst week. Remember how bad that week was? Because so I scraped my car. Then you totaled my car. Your car accident triggered your heart thing. Yeah. So you had to leave from my car to go to the hospital via ambulance. And I think that was the same week. I think that we had our miscarriage. Yeah, that would have been, it was just, it was such a bad week. I mean, it was like one thing after another, after another. So anyways, yeah, yeah. Bad week. I had a doctor's appointment on Monday and I screwed up the time. Like I made the appointment thinking that I could be there on time and didn't realize it until the morning of mm-hmm. that, it, that it just was not going to work out. So I tried to call the doctor's office and they said, you know, if this is appointment related, please use our web app, web portal thing. So I tried to do that, but I couldn't log in and it was just, I got stuck in this whatever, but now I'm, I'm feeling pressure because the appointment is, you know, say, 845 mm-hmm. in the morning and it's eight o'clock and I feel bad because the clock's ticking, you know? Mm-hmm. So I go back to the phone number and I call and I do like the whole, you know, you call a doctor's office and there's a let like for, if this is an emergency call nine one one. Okay. Right. Here are our hours. We're open from eight until 11. Then yeah. we're off for 30 minutes for lunch. Then we're back for an hour and a half. Then we're off for two hours and blah. Yeah. I go through the whole many, and I finally get to the point where they say, stand by for the next available person, literally on hold for 20 minutes. And I 
never got through to a person. So I, I had to hang up. Like I couldn't so you deal just with it. So I know showed. showed on the appointment? Yeah. Well, fast forward to after dinner, Monday night, and I finally get access to the web app thing. And I log in to see if I can manage my appointments. And the only thing I can do is send a message. So I sent a message and I don't know why I did it, but I lied about why I couldn't make the appointment. Jeff, what did you say? Um, I just said that uh, somebody, I, I said somebody else was sick, like somebody who takes care of it. I can't remember what I said. Like, Laura babysitter ended up calling in sick or something like that. And it threw the whole day into a tizzy. I may have really used the word tizzy. I don't know. And then I hit submit. I don't know why I lied. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. I think I felt bad because it was eight hours later. Mm-hmm. You know? I can't believe you no-showed. I am never the person that I actually pride myself on. If I make an appointment, I will be there. Because I just feel like it's so rude to not show up for different things. However, before every appointment I have, it doesn't matter if it's an annual physical. It doesn't matter if it's a hair appointment. It doesn't matter if it's a wax appointment. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, I will try to get out of it. A dentist appointment, I will, I spend. You'll try to get out of it like in real life or you try to get out of it in your head. I'm like, well, you really could do it next week. Like procrastinating. Because I am like queen B procrastinator when it comes to appointments. Because, and it may just be a point that I've hit in my life. Where I am like, I have to put on clothes. That <laughs> <laughs> I have to go there. Well, I have to put. I have, I have, to, have, to, I have to put on public clothes, like clothes that I have to wear out in the public. Yeah. Ugh. This just seems like a whole thing, and yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. So I don't want to do the thing, but I feel like I'm so abnormal. But I think about that every single time before I have an appointment. How can I cancel? How can I get out of this? How can I not do this ever again? Percentage, like. In, in a given six-month period, let's say there are 10 appointments on your calendar, how many of those will you reschedule or cancel? If there's 10 a month? No, just 10. To, like, out of 10. I don't know why I put a time limit Out of on. 10. Out of 10, how many of those do you actually? I will probably reschedule half. Really? Yeah. I bet that's no. more. Probably like seven. Because I'm getting better and more strict on myself about rescheduling uh, appointments. Cause the truth is if I postpone it, it's just going to be worse for me. I, I worked with someone who I think canceled. The joke was he canceled. I it actually wasn't a joke. We would joke with him about the fact that he canceled 100% of the appointments he made. Like if you, that stresses me out. If you were scheduled to meet with him, we and we we knew him and you didn't know him but like mm-hmm. you know and we were having a conversation with you we would say is this your first meeting have you ever met him before no this is the first time i'm meeting with him he'll cancel and 100 percent of the that time is we were right. so rude every dentist appointment every haircut everything there was just something in his brain that would not allow him to honor the first appointment so rude. Yeah. So rude. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. 
Why do nurses always carry red crayons? Because they might have to draw blood. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Now, I am a fall purist, okay? I like when the weather starts getting a little bit cooler and it's not so, so hot. But one of the tricky things about it not being super hot outside is that it's harder to tell when you're dehydrated because you're not sweating as much. You're not overheating. So that means we got to think of that at the forefront of our minds as we're going into this winter season because you might not notice it as much, but it's just as important in the winter. Liquid IV fuels your well-being with easy ways to stay hydrated. You get one stick and in that stick that you put in your water, you're getting five essential vitamins and hydrating two times faster than with water alone. So you can use it as a pre-workout. You can use it, you know, just for daily hydration, which is how Jeff uses it. I took it to a bachelorette weekend a couple of months ago and it was a super hit after drinking. And the bride actually was like, hey, um, I need more liquid IV ASAP because she loves it so much. My personal favorite flavor is lemon lime, but they have an awesome lineup of flavors. They have Concord grape, pina colada, tropical punch, watermelon, strawberry, passion fruit, guava, and acai berry, um, among other flavors. So, so good. It's made with premium ingredients. It's non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 15% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 15% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today by using promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Bomba's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bomba's, you're also giving to someone in need. Bomba's socks. That's what I want to talk about today. They have socks that are designed for whatever activity you're participating in. They've got no-show socks that'll be comfortable and won't slip down underneath your heel that are perfect. They've got athletic socks that are breathable that are gonna keep your feet dry no matter what activity you're participating in. But what I wanna talk about, because the weather is getting colder, is I wanna talk about their comfy sock. Bomba's socks are the most comfortable socks that you will ever wear. And I'm going to tell you part of the reason why is the attention to detail, the stuff that you don't even think about when you're buying or wearing socks, you'll notice with Bomba's like the seam that touches your toes doesn't exist in Bomba's socks. I don't know how they do it. The wool they use, it's the softest, most comfortable wool that you will ever, ever experience. Go to bombas.com slash upside. Use the code upside for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside and use code upside at checkout. Bombas.com slash upside, code upside. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you're like me, sometimes you get really focused on the problems. It's like you're standing in front of a mountain and it seems really daunting to even take the first step. And honestly, you're a little nervous to take a step because you don't know what the right decision is. 
Well, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a challenge in life, but therapy has really helped me become a better problem solver in my own life because it's so nice to take a problem that you have to sit and talk with a licensed professional counselor and start thinking like a problem solver. When you learn how to find your own solutions, there is no better feeling and a therapist can help you get there. BetterHelp is making it super easy. I have been in therapy for over 10 years and it was really incredible because you walk in either not knowing what to expect or kind of just feeling like, okay, maybe this won't work for me. And a good therapist can change your life like they have changed mine. It can help you unload stress. It can help you heal emotionally. It can help with anxiety and depression. Or if you don't know what's off, but you're just feeling off, it can help with that too. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime if there's one that doesn't work out for you. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash upside today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit callieandjeff.com. I'm really stressed out about our anniversary. So am I. It's Saturday. Yep. So we agreed, right? No gifts. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> really think about that a lot. Because usually I am like way ahead of schedule on the gift. It's really thoughtful. Do you even, do you even know what the official gift is for I your six? I did. I think mine's easy. I think it's like flowers and or candy or something like that. But look them up and read them both. But we, first of all, I... I do think it's important that we like prior, prioritize and celebrate our marriage. I just feel like the this year. The traditional gift is candy. Okay. Or iron. So it's sweetness or strength. That's what it represents. Mm -hmm. um, and the modern or contemporary gift is wood. I got that covered. You're so dumb. <laughs> okay. So candy it is. Um, for each other, maybe this year. Cause I don't have, I haven't even honestly thought about an anniversary and I haven't planned anything. And I feel guilty cause I feel like we need to do it. But I also feel like we're on a budget. We're trying to like save money. We are just in the thick of a whole bunch of stuff right now. I also think that if it's going to be this year that we have a low key anniversary, this can be the only year. We just have to acknowledge that a fire truck just went by, I think. Oh, can you, can you hear it? I'm sure you can hear it, oh. but if you're listening to this in your car, you're, there's people probably pulling over. Oh, yeah. The like fire panic. trucks in our background, not yours, probably. Yeah. Um, but I feel really guilty that we're not doing anything for our anniversary, but I also feel like we're being kind of smart. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you want to go out to a fancy dinner? Answer honestly. How much do you want to have a proper date night? Answer honestly. Honestly? Yeah. Not really. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> okay. I mean, I look, I, I would love rather you. I would rather cook you a nice dinner uh -huh. on Saturday night um, or cook us a nice dinner on, on Saturday night. But I have I have a I have an anniversary thought that some people might think is cheesy, but I think that we would really like this as a family, too, with Ellie. OK, what if we went to the zoo and we got there when it opened? No, you don't for like our it? anniversary. Yes, 
What no? does that have to do with our anniversary? Nothing. But I was just It's like, not really about us though. Because the but, point of an anniversary is celebrating our po- relationship. Uh, the point of an anniversary is acknowledging a relationship wherever you wanted to acknowledge. So I don't like you've asked me 20 times what we should do for dinner and I've blown it off because I feel like I'm the one who needs to make the reservations and, you know, whatever and come up with a fancy restaurant. But I could I was getting the vibe from you that a fancy restaurant was not like getting dressed up, taking an Uber. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like Mm-mm. it yeah. just didn't. It just didn't whatever. But I do think that we should somehow acknowledge the day, you know, and and I just somebody posted that they went to they got to the zoo when it opened and it's really special to be there first thing in the morning like when the animals are waking up. But that was so that was just a thought if the weather's nice. Um, but I think we just do something. No, to acknowledge the day that's like no pressure, but it doesn't have to fit into the mold of. I know not fit into the mold, but I really do think that you should carve out. I I don't know that this is our year, but I do feel like if we're going to be low key this year, we need to make next year a bigger deal. I don't want to be the people that don't celebrate their wedding anniversary. I, I think that's fine. What do you mean? Fine. I'm having a hard time. Are you saying we should like do away with fancy anniversaries? No, I'm saying that we should. I, I think that we should meet our, um, I don't know the right way to say it. I don't think that next year's anniversary should have any bearing on this year's anniversary. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we have to go double next year because this year we were low. No, I'm not saying double, but what I'm saying is it is important to me. I think it is important to our relationship to celebrate it once a year between the two of us and have a really fun night together. So even though we might not be doing anything this year, I don't want that to set the tone for the rest of the anniversaries till the end of the days. But I, I guess what I'm saying is right now, neither one of us have it in look, the thought of dressing up and going out doing fancy dinner, not into, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That can look like, like if we want to have a special night, it doesn't have to be like we, we could walk to the to mellow mushroom and sit there, you know what I mean? And, and drop Ellie off at your parents and sit there by ourselves and we don't have to get dressed up and it's casual and we, you know what I mean? It's a pitcher of beer and a pizza place. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be, I, I don't, I, I'm having a hard time reading what you're, <laughs> cause on one hand you're like, ah, oh, we need to make up for, we, I don't want to not celebrate. And what I'm saying is, the celebration, the celebration is going to look different mm-hmm. every single year, but next year shouldn't have a bearing on this year's. Like, I think we should do something mm-hmm. this year. I was just trying to find something that kind of met us where we are rather than forcing what we think should be. 
That's we why need, I suggest. We need advice. We have a phone number, 800-434-5454. If you have any great anniversary ideas um, to meet us where we are. Yeah. To meet I, us where we are. Yeah. But I don't think it has to be somebody else's idea. It doesn't, but I need Maybe it can be inspiration. Okay. You know what I really liked? Hmm. I really liked the thing that we did a few months ago where we, where we, what? Nothing. The, where we, we made food together, we cooked together, and we made something that neither one of us had ever made That before. was so fun. Like, I would do that again. Yeah. Like, I know people, I know a lot of people who have made pasta, like fresh pasta yeah. one, once in their life, and they're like, I'm never going to do that again. Uh-huh. But I would like to, like, that would be cool to do with you. Yeah, that would be really fun. And we could wear our own comfy clothes and we could do it after Ellie goes to bed and we could just. Yeah. No. I'm into that. I love it. I love your projects with you. Okay. And that was super fun when we did it last time. In that case, let's, how about an anniversary garage clean out? (laughs) Not the same. Not the same. Quite a. uh, How about an anniversary? um, What is that thing? The escape room or an anniversary. um, What do they call it? Where you destroy stuff. Oh, yeah. Or the axe throwing. Mm-hmm. Or anniversary axe what you, throwing. What are you guys doing here? Ah, it's just our, it's our sixth anniversary. Whack. <laughs> we put pictures of our, uh, each other. <laughs> no. Off on the targets. Uh, that's not very anniversary-ish. Quite a spirited debate on my Instagram page after I posted uh, a voicemail that we got confirming what I think you've reported on the show before, that the recipe, the peanut butter recipe mm-hmm. for the Reese's peanut butter cups is different than the peanut butter recipe that they use in the molded shaped peanut butter cups. Yeah. So I have lots of opinions on this. First of all, I ate a ghost one yesterday Mm -hmm. and does not even come close to hitting the spot like a Reese's peanut butter cup does. So you're that said your team cup that said, typically I am. Do you know what does give the same taste? The Reese's peanut butter eggs for Easter. But are they this that I the if I understood this voicemail correctly, the because of the mold, the shape or whatever, mm-hmm. they have to use two different consistencies of peanut butter. So I wonder if the eggs are more Has of it. the traditional mm-hmm. shape. Um, one of them. I believe is gluten free. Also, I had a couple people comment on that. Really? Yeah. So you would be Team Cup. I would be Team Cup. If there was a basket in front of you and there were traditional peanut butter cups, mm-hmm. and there were you know the Christmas ones and the holiday the Halloween ones, I'm going original. Team Cup. Okay. It's pretty. It's it's pretty um, split. On the people don't think it's a thing, or people do. People think it tastes the same. Everybody. Think- everybody acknowledges that they're different. Yeah. But. People 1,000% have opinions, and it's pretty evenly split, 50-50. I, this weekend, am going to make it a point to buy both, and I feel I feel like I'm not part of the cool kids because I don't have a favorite. Well, and maybe I, you will after this weekend. I'm maybe going to. You will. That's my point. I'm going to decide. I'm going to pick a favorite this weekend and join a team. All right, here are your three random things. It's funny that we brought up... Um, Pasta and making ravioli because my first random thing has to do with pasta. Mmm, pasta. I think national, someday this month is National Pasta Day. Yeah, it was two days ago. That was like the, yeah. 
You know how those holidays are. Yeah, it's like whoever can make money off of Pasta Day proclaims it a day. Yeah, but I think International Pasta Day is coming up. Oh, okay. The 25th. So if you want to celebrate. Uh, so here are five random facts about pasta. Number one, spaghetto is the singular for spaghetti. So if you just want, if you're on a diet or whatever. Spaghetto. You just want one spaghetto. That's one piece of spaghetti. Uh, before machinery, pasta was kneaded by foot. Um, That's disgusting. Workers would walk over large batches of dough to knead it, and a single ba- batch would take a full day's walking. Um, that sounds awful. There are about 350 shapes of pasta. Um, the average Italian eats 60 pounds of pasta per year, while the average American only eats 26 pounds of pasta. Here's a big difference. A typical portion to an Italian is 100 grams of pasta. And I've actually, I had a friend who married a woman, she was from Italy, Mm -hmm. and she, on a kitchen scale, would weigh the pre-cooked pasta and a serving was 100 grams. Mm -hmm. So for, if there were two couples over for dinner, she would cook for 100 grams of pasta and it's a fine serving, but by comparison, it's uh, not the Olive Garden bottomless pasta bowl. One portion of Olive Garden pasta, mm-hmm. it's funny you brought up Olive Garden, <laughs> is 700 grams. Oh my God. Yeah. So seven times what an Italian would eat. Um, and then finally, in 1957, the BBC aired a spoof documentary about uh, farmers harvesting spaghetti off of bushes in Switzerland. Oh my God. And so many people were confused by it that people actually went to their nurseries and garden centers and asked where they could buy their very own spaghetti bush. Bless their hearts. Your second random thing is there's a new company. It's called Napaway. And what you can do in Napaway is get on a, it's like a tour bus and it only has bunks. That's all it is. And it takes you from one city to another overnight. So instead oh of. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. It's, it's genius. It's a gray, it's an, it's a greyhound after dark. But it's a nice one. Like it's an upscale thing or whatever, apparently cheaper than air travel. And here's my thing with air travel. When with the packing, the getting to the airport, the, all the hustle bustle, the waiting at the gate, the mm-hmm. whole, all that stuff. Uh, takes up a lot of time and like emotional energy. Yeah. Like it's very stressful, right? So this, you show up, it leaves exactly at the right time. They're just doing it now, doing it now between Washington, D.C. to Nashville. Um, and, you know, their whole shtick is, yeah, or you could just go to sleep and you wake up in a different place to start your day. I will say, as someone that worked in the music industry and has spent many a nights on a tour bus, if you cannot like ambient out, you know, or whatever, or you're a light sleeper, this ain't going to work for you. You're going to be exhausted because if the, you hit a bump or something like, or depending on who the driver is, um, that will lead you to not a great night's sleep. But for me, having done it, knowing it's possible, get me on that bus. I would totally do that. Uh, and your third random thing is the very first morning you wake up feeling as though you have a cold, stuffy nose, coughing, etc. That is the day that you should call in sick because that's when your body needs the most rest that will get you healed faster. Don't wait and be like, "Mm, maybe I have a cold, maybe this is gonna whatever. The minute you start to feel it and you start to know it, stay in bed, 
call in sick, you'll recover much faster. Those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Remember when we first moved into this house, we thought briefly that maybe it was haunted? Yeah. Not not like in a negative, nasty way. but No bad vibes, just like lights would flicker. Or just things out of the corner. I would always see things out of the corner of my eye. Like, oh, what's that? Mm -hmm. I haven't really thought about that recently until three or four days ago. But about two weeks ago. Because in the past two weeks, I have a standing desk in our studio. Yes. That mostly is in the seated position, but at night I will, I use it standing up. At least three times, I know that I have left it in the standing position and I have come into the studio and it's lowered. How do you know? That's the thing is I'm not 100% sure. So I think I'm gonna start writing on a post-it up or down, if I if I remember, because it's one of those. What if the ghost can read? It's one of those things that you just you can't. You're never a hundred percent sure mm-hmm. of. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not the thing. It's down. It's not down all the way, so it's not like a problem with the lifts or whatever, where it's just like slowly sinking. And it's also not down to i have two settings i have the standing setting the perfect height for me when i'm standing and then i have a sitting setting which is the perfect height for me when i'm sitting it's at neither of those settings hmm. so it's moving it, i'm i'm 100 percent sure it's moving at night it has to be so if there is a ghost and you can hear me now ghost person if you're going to do that could you at least answer some emails or whatever that'd be great I'm calling about the kitchen for Ellie. I will say my kids are six and nine and they still play with their kitchen. We haven't gotten rid of it yet. They like to play restaurant now. So whatever you do decide, it is worth picking out what you want to have around for a long time because they come up with other ways of using it. Like they like to serve us and ask what we want for like breakfast or lunch or dinner. So it's really fun for them. And it's something that you are going to have it somewhere where everybody can see it, then you probably definitely want to pick out one that you're going to really like and want to see for several, many years to come. Bye. We love our snow days pizza bites. They are like the pizza bites you used to eat when you were a kid, but they don't have all the junk in them. I mean, you can turn the bag over and read every single ingredients and you know them all. So I love that we can have that little nostalgic piece of childhood, but without all of the junk in it. And you can throw them right in your air fryer. So it's an easy, fast, healthy snack for you, for your kids. We dollars eat them. Me, Jeff, Ellie, all of us. Snow Days has a brand new flavor, chicken fajitas. Callie and I and Ellie tried these just a few days ago. They're so good. It's spiced chicken, roasted peppers and onions, and fajita sauce. They got a little bit of spice to them, a little bit of kick, but Ellie- Just enough kick. Just enough, yeah. Ellie loved them. Um, And right now you can save 10% off these 
this flavor simply by going to snowdays.com slash upside. But if you also want to try the original Pizza Bites, or if you're already a fan of the original Pizza Bites, know this, you can get an additional two-pack of the originals for 50% off. You can use both of, you'll get both of those discounts together. The code is upside. The website is snowdays.com slash upside. The healthy version of the snacks you loved as a kid, now with a brand new flavor, chicken fajita. So grab your Tex-Mex Taco Bites chicken fajita flavor at snowdays.com slash upside. I was calling about the contact lenses. Yes, there is probably a medical reason why this sweet lady had 23 in her eyes. I'm a therapist. I work in acute care. There's definitely like a memory component to that. Um, and then also, I have firsthand experience with this. My dad uh, suffered a traumatic brain injury, and a few years ago, he started to forget that he had contacts in. He would lose them. Then we moved to glasses. He couldn't find his glasses and or they got stomped on. So, yeah, it's definitely what we call, like, really just self-care and activities of daily living when there's any sort of memory component and or physical deficits. Anyways, that's really sad though, but but also gross, I know. But that's why I made the decision for my dad to no longer wear contacts because he could not keep them clean and or remove them. So anywho, toodaloo. I can't believe you had to send your kitchen back because it had some color to it. Okay. Bye bye. Hey Callie and Jeff, I just paused today's episode you all were talking about Ellie's ear infection, and I don't think that's a weird problem to have at all. Um, both of my kids are in school now. I have one in preschool and one in first grade, and I have spoken to somebody at the doctor's office probably every week since school went back. Um, sometimes I talk to the nurse on the nurse line, and they walk me through well, what to do. Sometimes they'll say, it sounds like they need to be seen. Um, I think that's what they're there for. So you guys are awesome parents and you're doing a great job. Love you guys. Hey guys, it's Marissa in Monroe. I was calling and listening to um, the fast food flops. And I'm so sad that the salad shaker is on that list because the salad shaker was life changing. I still use the concept now. If I take a salad like to work or something, I make sure like it's a container with a lid and bring my dressing separate, put the dressing in, put the lid on and shake it. I mean, genius idea. And I loved it. I'm, I think that was not a flop. I think we should all collectively agree that um, that was that was successful. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, this is Ellen from Athens, Georgia. And you asked for suggestions about Ellie sitting on Santa's lap. Um, I think um, over the next few days, showing her pictures of children sitting on Santa's lap and how they're telling their story of what they want for Christmas to Santa and what a nice man he is. And then maybe when you first get there, have Callie sit on Santa's lap and so that she sees that you're not afraid and that he's a nice man. And then it could be her turn and then maybe she would be more receptive because if she's studying things, she might study that for a while and think it might be okay. So that just came to mind um, listening to your show. Hope that helps. Good luck. 
Don't you ever give up on your dreams. If it is meant for you, it will not miss you. So you must believe in yourself. You must really get up off of the sidelines of your own life and get in there and fight for you. You're the best person out there to put up the good fight for you.